welcome to Grind and Unwind. How are you doing today, Erica? I'm doing good. What about you? I'm feeling better. Last week I was sick. This is my, um, so the filter's on. It's, it's the Instagram filter. Maybe I'll change it up. But I like the the background. Um, I'm drinking a wine called Prophecy tonight. Prophecy? Yeah. How it tastes? Sweet? Mm-hmm. Look, it's almost gone. <laughs> before, we, before we get started, though, because we're about to get started, we got some great topics today to talk about, everybody. Um, I want to make sh- I want us to kind of hone in on it is Black History Month, you know, um, and I hopefully we'll be able to share with you about somebody um, that you don't know. Like, for example, I don't know if you guys know this, but Brenda Banks, you ever heard of her? She was she was the first black woman um, animator. She was on um, Looney Tunes, Fire and Ice, Wizards, The Simpsons, King of the Hill, and much more. She did so much work. And I got a chance to see one of her Looney Tunes this morning. It was hilarious. Definitely check her out. Um, again, she's one of the first black women woman um, animators. Um, her name is Brenda, B- Brenda Banks. Check her out. But uh, she... She, Where is she from? She is from, let me tell you. I'll get that for you in a second. I got to think where she's from. I'll come back to, I'll get that in a second. I'm looking it up for you right now. Okay. Um, she was born and she was from, she was from LA. You know, mm-hmm. She, uh, actually she passed back in 2020, but being one of the first African-American women to work as an animator, especially the Looney Tunes, we always hear about different things, um, you know, other, other celebrities or other people that are doing it, but just to know that she was one of the first, uh, individuals to do it. Um, and she started back in the, uh, as far as night in the early seventies. So that doesn't. That doesn't tell you, that tells you a lot about our history. You know, I think sometimes we forget about history that yeah. a lot of things that, uh, as we're talking about Black History Month, you know, it wasn't that long ago that we were segregated. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago that we was, you know, Martin Luther King was walking on the march, you know, doing the march. It wasn't that long ago. Um, we forget about it because of the new generation, but we, we can't forget what got us here, um, you know, and who fought to get us here. Just want to share that pit. Yes. Yes. So what are we going to talk about today, Erica? So tonight's topic, you guys, will be scars. Um, Scars can be uh, mentally, uh, physically, um, emotionally. You know, scars, um, which we would say that are wounds. Um, You know, sometimes this is life sometimes it heals it disappears so yeah we're going to talk about scars how you know you know and sometimes it can be a trauma okay so what's um i definitely see scars as being a trauma um i think that we i think our our childhood we're told like um did you get a chance to watch um as we're talking about this uh monique on the Shay Shay Room? No. It already came on? Oh, okay. No, I didn't watch it. I will I will watch it out. Yeah. Definitely something we'll probably talk about next week. But 
I, I like how we she brought up trauma as well. You know, we have a lot of trauma in our community, right? And we were told to get over it. It's okay. You know, still adjust to it. Still accept these people to mistreat you, whether it's your family member, your friend down the street. Um, and we're supposed to act like it doesn't exist. And I think that when you think about those scars, whether it's your family or not, I mean... Right. How, how long, how, why should you have to keep tolerating something that you know is unacceptable? Right. Or even with like a scar, you might have, you know, fell down, um, scraped your knees or your elbows up or, you know, been in a relationship. My, so it was abusive and you had scars from that. And I feel as though, you know, scars like to me are like life lessons. Like, you know, that's why I feel as though you should never cover them up. If they're there and they're there for life, it shouldn't be something. Well, it's something that I would never cover up because I would like to know what I did to get through, you know, that pain, that hurt. But, that I, broke the- but even though you cover the scar up, you still know it's there, though. I mean, even for those that, you know, want to cover it up and take off this background for those that even though want to cover it up. I mean, I, I, I feel like they still know that it's there. Could it be? I mean, yeah, they know that it's there, but they like if, if it's there it's going to be there for life why cover it you covering it up so it won't remind you i think it's all about our personal growth for me for example i actually had um when i was a young child when i was i sound like really ancient right when i was about 10 10 or 11 i actually had my feet they were scarred i was i had to learn to walk i got third degree burns and I did not, because of that incident, someone tripped over something and my feet just, they literally, the socks cooked on my feet. Wow. Um, I had to learn how to walk over the summer, had to do all this stuff. Um, and this scar really bothered me. It, it bothered me for years. And, you know, at this point in my life, I'm just in a phase, I don't really care. But um, it took a long time to get there. Yeah, um, Rod, I agree. Um, scars are a sign of healing. It took me a long time to get there, to be able to want to show my feet um, because, you know, the scar was there. But you, if you think about it, no one probably noticed the scar as much as you do. Right. They don't. They don't. But my scar on my feet, it's on both of my feet. And it really bothered me for wearing, you know, showing my feet. But after a while, like kind of what you said, it is healing. It's like, I don't really care. I know what happened to my feet. This is what it is. You know, I'm just grateful I can, I can walk again. Yeah, like, for me, I feel so like I had three scars on my face, one on my forehead, one above my eyebrow, and one under my eye. But in all three of those scars, I was like, I never covered them, like, or, like, so I put makeup on sometimes or whatever, but it's, I feel so it's a part of my, part of what I went through, and it's, you know, it just reminds me. So I, like, now I don't even really be covering it up, I you see it. I don't care. I like that idea. I like that because we we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be. Um, yeah, I mean, do you guys have scars that you guys cover up, or you just? Are, I know you said Rod. You talked about scars or sauna healing. It definitely is. Um, I have quite a few scars because I was a pretty clumsy kid, a, pl- yeah. a clumsy adult. <laughs> so I have quite a few scars. Um, but I don't think I ever thought about covering them up at where they got to that point where I needed to cover them up. 
Because I but think yeah. a lot of my, my biggest scars are the ones you don't see. Mm-hmm. I have some really deep scars and, it, you know, it, it's easy for people to say, get over a hill, you know, get over it. It's going to go over. But it, it it's a mental thing. Your your mind is powerful. Yeah, for sure. It is a mental thing. Like, it's easy. Just like I feel as though a grief, like grief when someone dies or whatever. Yeah, some yeah. people, that's easy. Some people don't. It takes them years to get over it, you know, because, you know, you never feel as though, oh, that we didn't know that that person was going to die soon, later, or whatever. But we all have, have a, you know, an ending date. But nobody knows. But, like, sometimes, you know, it's scars that you, like, stick with you for life. I agree. I think I, I totally agree with that. And as you go back to that point, I feel like people try. We live in a world that's emotional, right? We're very emotional. We we, if it's how I feel. You're supposed to feel this way. I'm entitled to how I feel if in the emotional world. Like you talk about that. If some of them passes. You can't tell me how to grieve because you was grieved that way. Maybe I'm, my grieving process is different. Yeah. Or, or or if I have a problem with a family member or your parent or whatever, that's you can't tell me because I should be grateful because it's my it's me. How, you know, people always kind of tell you from their perspective. But that's what it, that's what goes back to when I always say that we're not the same. People all are the same. We're not the same. We don't have the same journey. We don't have the same. It's like my journey is different from you. You know, I might be someone that has. Well, I do have three other siblings, and you know, my father passed away. You might be someone that still had that father, and that mom passed away. With so you're dealing with something totally different from what I'm dealing with. We're not dealing with the same thing. So we're not the same. Even, so if, even if you were a twin, I don't think you would still deal with the same thing the yeah. same way. I, I feel like, you know, I, I, it gets me when you have a situation for a family member or whatever. They're like, you should be grateful you have this person. It's like, how dare you tell me how to feel? You're telling me how to feel. But can you be held accountable? For That's it. That's it. Help. Can a person be held accountable? Yeah, um, Rod said, Tyler said, 73 said, you can't tell someone when to get over something. You can't, but people do it all the time. And then they, they, you know, I think there's a misconcept of um, telling your truth, telling, telling, telling one, some of your, someone their, their opinion mm -hmm. or their truth. I think yeah. opinions and truth do you think people mix those up a lot? <laughs> you, can't, you can't mix the opinion up with the truth. Or opinion is something that, you know, you, you're voicing your opinion. The truth is something that, whereas though it's facts. You know this happened. It happened at this day. It happened at this time. I can pull it up. I can show you. This is a fact. Opinion is something that we're going off of because we haven't experienced it yet. Mm -hmm. Or if, if we did experience it, we might didn't experience it the same way. So my opinion, you know, I experienced it differently. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I feel that way because I feel like people are so... Sometimes it's hard to talk to people because they don't know you don't they're trying to tell you their opinion. Rod said it's usually the person that causes it out doesn't understand it. It's true. And maybe yeah. it's true. I remember one guy, I used to work with this guy. I lost my I lost my um I lost a relative, a really close close relative. And they told me the person said 
um it was at work they were like oh it's okay I lost you know you got to get over that I lost my such as person same thing and I got over it and I just looked at him I that's hey. you, that's how you deal with it doesn't mean that's how I deal with it you can't you, you, you know it's no excuse you can't tell me what my emotions are what kind of excuse did I go like you said we didn't walk the same way my life situations are different you don't know you know you don't know my truth yeah, like you can't tell nobody. You can't tell nobody when to stop grieving. You can't, you know, you can't tell nobody anything. Only thing you can do is be there to emotionally to be able to hug that person or you know carry them through in some way. Whereas though, you know, just being genuine to that person. But other than that, you can't tell me how to get over something or that's the life. You know, that's that's what happened. You know, that's gonna happen. Okay, but I deal with stuff totally different than I. So we not the same. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. we're not the same we're told to you know tell the truth and be honest but sometimes it's a, it's a time and a place for that too i think we just we lose focus on the whole conversation when someone's trying to talk to you trying to get yeah. that point across mm-hmm. you know and like even with like even with like having scars where like, you know, cuts and bruises and stuff, you might have a cut or a bruise that you might, you know, put a band-aid on it and after a couple of days it heals. Then you might have a scar that you have to point put ointment on. And it takes, you know, a month or two to heal. Meaning those those two scars are not the same. They're not gonna heal the same. So that's why when it comes to, you know, people, people just I don't know. I think we're I, I, it's selfish to tell someone that yeah, I, and you know, at the time when I was grieving, I felt like I started doubting my own feelings. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's coming that mental that mental space because now you start doubting: is this normal? Is this the right way? Because he's telling me his story, it, it kind of dismissed my own feelings. It's kind of hey. I, hey. I, I feel like sometimes because you got to surround yourself by people that are moving in the same way as you. And I and I and through this through your healing process, do whatever because you know why. I feel like when you try to talk to someone who's not on, who's not in your circle or friends, people always want to put their own experiences or their own trauma to make yours seem like it's less like it's less less of value. Exactly. Is that the word? Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely it. Like, I'm not, I'm the type of person that, like, if I see somebody or, like, even, like, with my clients, how are you today? How are you feeling, sis? Or, you know, because every day is a different day to us. So, you know, uh, you have to be able to connect with that person, you know. Just not, oh, yeah, I'm doing your hair, you're sending them a No, are you okay today, sis? How are you? You know, get in. Get mm-hmm. that person. I agree with you because I, I feel like we... We lose focus. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just feel like we're just so damn emotional. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're just so emotional. I mean, it's like you can't say something without hurting someone's feeling, or maybe you're not saying it in the way that they want you to say it. Being authentic, you should be able to be free to say whatever you need to. And if you're my friend, you will understand it. You, it's not that I should have to. You, you adjust to your friend to people, but you should have to change yourself. Didn't have to change who you are for somebody. This love you and accept you for who you are, as long as you're not bringing home their way. You know, and, so. you know what? And you know, we talked about friends and you know before. 
kind of what you talked you said before too it's about being authentic being an authentic friend are you a friend to just listen and be like yes 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 are you a friend like no that don't sound right <laughs> right because i'm a friend that's gonna be like um even though you said it i think you know you was wrong for saying it this way or doing it that way you know um you know i'm still on your side but i want you to know rethink this situation kind of go back and you know figure it out because we're not at no one is perfect we mm-hmm. all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. So if it's something that's wrong, like just take accountability for it. Yes. People totally take accountability for your actions or something that you did wrong instead of being like, oh, uh, trying to push it on. Oh, it was your fault. You didn't do this. No, just take accountability for what you did, didn't do. Yep. Rob said, you know, you can't go to, you know who you can go to and who you can't. You know what? That is true. The other the, the other day I was talking to somebody and some people don't. Under, I'm glad you said that because not everybody understands that. It's so everybody. Each one of our friends have a role, right? Each one of us. have a, We have a role. And it's OK if you're not in that role for me to go to for this situation. Yeah, don't take it personal. Don't take it so damn personal. It's, you're still a value. You're just not a value in that area. And that's OK. Maybe that's not your strength for me. Yeah. But, and I have learned, and I have gotten, you have to be valuable and not a Okay, you got to say that again because you broke up a little bit. You have to be valuable and not available, not too accessible yes. to Because if you're too accessible to everybody, they don't, they take you for granted and you lose your value because, you know, that person doesn't respect you in a you know a way where it's though because it's like you're always around you can't you can't be that you have to be you have to be accessible go somewhere else don't come around a lot i mean i don't know no i agree with that i i definitely agree with that i i actually had to i had somebody that was i was talking to i had to step back you start seeing yourself going down even with your friends when you're going through something and they're going through, if y'all all going through the same damn thing, you might need to, you need to hold on before I say it. Rod said, are you looking for alternative, looking for attention, a solution or to be heard? Yeah, that's true. That's facts. So true. Yes. You know, I, I feel like when, even when you're in these situations, when you feel for me, when I feel like I'm in the, um, whatever, I don't need to be around other people who feel in that same way. I need to know, I and when you start hearing the same stories and you're going through that same damn door, then I need to step back. Whether it's, I need to step back from that situation and reevaluate what I need to do to put myself in a different situation because we all shouldn't be going through this. It doesn't make any sense. It was like a pity party. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Oh yeah, yeah, and I and I'm past that. You know, now you. Oh, that misery loves company. Yeah, I, 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 what I did, what I did was I found myself in a situation with somebody recently and I had to remove myself. I, I stopped talking to the person. I had to withdraw myself. It wasn't like I didn't want to be their friend anymore. I just couldn't be the friend that they needed because I needed to remove my, put myself back around this other group of friends to get my head right. And that's hey, sometimes what you hey, need to know how to do. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Me and you I, was talking the other day. Remember, I was all going through everything you know, and we just, sometimes we just need that. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about, Natasha, when I say be by to everybody. 
because when you become accessible to everybody, you become accessible to their needs and not your own. And, you know, do you feel like you also, too, when you are so accessible to their needs that you start it start piling up on you? You didn't have it. Yes. And now you feel like you're in this like, what the hell did happen to me? Why? Why am I feeling this way? That's what that was what's happening to me. My situation was fine. But then people were just all around. me. I'm like, God, I started feeling like I was having some issues. It was scary. Because you see yeah. it, you know it now. You know, what you didn't know then, now you're like, damn, this ain't normal. Yeah, it's not at all. It's not normal. And then you know what else, too? I feel as though the older you get, you know, you're supposed to get in tune with yourself. You're not supposed to be around everybody else. Yes. You have to get in tune with your spirit, with God, and mm-hmm. everything. If you, especially if you're a person that walks by faith, and you're around everybody else that don't believe. Nope. But... If, if you are in that place that don't believe and you walk by faith, you start to lose your vision. And you be like, put that, wait a minute, uh-uh, yeah, just gotta go. Because first of all, they don't really believe. And you know, you gotta stay on track and be like, you know, with your vision and your purpose and everything else. Because the Bible says a person without a vision perish. Yes, that is so true. It's, it's true. I mean, I, I, I see that and I, I caught myself and I removed myself from that situation. Yeah. I didn't need nobody to tell me to. Because like you said, you know, staying focused on your on the vision. It, but it's easy to be sucked in if you don't pay attention to yourself. It is. It's gross. Trust me. I, I'm telling you, it happens. It happens. It happens all the time. Then that's when you be like, you got moved. They be like, are you okay? I'm fine. Leave me alone. Yes, keep like, it over there. I haven't heard from you for a while. No, I just need I need my I need to get myself back in order so that I can be with isolation comes separation. And that's what I that's exactly what I did. And it's been, you know what? It's actually been it's actually been really good. At first the day was a little challenging, but it actually works out really good. I'm getting stuff done. You have to get in tune with who you are, who you are. Especially before you could be anything to anybody else. Because if you don't know who you are, how can you, why am I, what, I don't even know who I am, but I'm putting myself in a situation with you, and you're telling me something, or you're going through something, so that means you really don't know who you are, so it's like, it's too much. I, that used to, that used to be me, though, some, like, a long time ago, a long time ago, that, that used to be me. Um, yeah, Rod said, you can't pour from an empty, an empty pitcher, that is true, but that used to be me, because I wasn't confident in my own in my own decisions and things that I did. So I would look at kind of what they say. You look to the right, you see the person that's just like you look to the left, the person that got this, what you looking to go for. And I will always look forward because I ain't know which way to go. And I, and it was leading me down a dead end street or all what Rod said and an empty picture. That's why it, and that's why, and that's why in life, I feel as though life is chess. You have to keep your mind on the bigger picture you have to keep the, your mind on what you want and like i feel it so even if you have a partner or, or uh whatever you know sometimes you guys grow apart mm-hmm. sometimes you but and if you're not growing with that and that person is going the opposite direction there comes confusion because you're on a path where as though you know you already know you looking straight ahead but that person can't look straight ahead because his head's always on the next corner 
That is that is so true. That's true. And everybody has its role. Even in relationships, we all have our roles. Mm-hmm. Rod. Tyler 73 it's been good to have you on with us today and you spin you know you spin out some stuff over there and it's true you know we just definitely I tell everybody just you know this is a new week let's try to positive thoughts yes new week is 2024 and I feel as though 2024 is the year for new yes like mentally physically emotionally whatever don't let no one try mm-hmm. to take you back the person that you were yeah because like that they are not growing at all and all and they see the growth in you but they want to take you back to the person that you used to be to get you off a track and heck even if you made some changes last week people are always going to try to they like to see you when you're down no one ever yeah. no one ever you don't hear all the good news about all the people moving up they want to he- get you when you're down just stay positive. The holidays, you know, we got another day of celebration. People like to celebrate, which is Valentine's Day. We know that it's going to be quite challenging for some others. You know, you know, a lot of these holidays are made up just to make some, to me, I'm going to tell you my money marketers, but yeah. you know, don't, it's not about that. You know, you should be able to spend time with the ones that you love. On a daily basis. Tell the person yes, daily basis. Yeah, if you can't tell a person that you love them every day or you or you give them a hug or you do something of kindness for that person I mean anything then like don't wait for a holiday for somebody to tell you to do something for somebody oh yeah Erica we're gonna definitely have to talk about the Valentine's Day because you know I have a feeling that's gonna be a younger and growing up like oh yeah I'm getting chocolate I'm getting candy and uh, that stuff don't mean you Mm -hmm. you do every day sometimes and who wants to just want to see you don't you want to feel loved and you know what? It's for it's for it's for both sexes. Now it doesn't matter male or females. Men like to get attention too. You know, females we always think we're trying to receive, but we should be giving out too. Like you said, air all year round. Yeah, give a person a hug. Um, Cause you never know when you're last. You never know. We we don't know when we're gonna leave here. Well, <laughs> yes, this has been a really good topic today. You know, definitely trauma. You know. Staying focused, staying on your, staying on what you stand, staying focused, what staying on, what stand on what you're saying. Is that the height? Yeah. Thing? So definitely, we look forward to uh, seeing you guys next week. And don't cover your scars if you don't, you know, if you don't have to, don't cover them. You know, let your scars be your life lessons to get through life. Um, and like every time that you look at them, you be like, okay, you know, not to go back or go down that path again. Yes. Thank you for joining us as we whine and <laughs> till next week. Yes. I gotta get to the thing.